Welcome to Trans Enlightening Thursdays, a podcast that offers a safe space for trans men and for those who are interested in the LGBT community. In this series, we motivate, uplift, and promote you to stand in your authentic truth. I am AJ Evans, your host, and with me is my co-host Ashton Marshall. So sit back, relax, grab your water, sip your tea, and let's just vibe in this beautiful energy, baby. Let's just vibe. Welcome back to Trans Enlightenment Thursdays. It's your boy AJ with my boy Ashton. How you doing today, boy? I'm good, man. I'm good. What's good? You looking good? Yes, you know. Things. So today we're gonna to talk about a family expansion. Yes. Yeah. And- yeah. I'm actually excited about this topic. This topic because uh, you know, I want a gaggle of kids. Like I want about ten of them joints if I could. <laughs> <laughs> You, I mean, I'm all right too. I'm all, I'm, I'm all right with two. I'm the only child, so I figure, oh. yeah. So I figure two. All right, so my child won't won't, won't be, you know, a little, <laughs> a little lonely because I know how that is. Yeah. Two, two is 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 it? That's it. That's all I want. <laughs> I the only child. I'm one of three, so okay. I move to my wife is the only child, and crazy enough, my dad is the only child. And um, I'm always amazed by only kids. Like it's some y'all, some different, like <laughs> different type of individuals, man. Like y'all don't need no crowd at all. Entertain, play, everything by yourself. You're good. Yes, yes, all, all day long. Like my mom, like they be like, you by yourself, and yes, I'm perfectly fine. Long. <laughs> Just and just sitting around, I am good. Nobody to buy. Now, when I was younger, it did bother me. You know what I mean? I I used to want all my cousins and my aunt to come over. You know, I wanted some excitement. But as I grew up, I I started to appreciate my my alone time. Like, oh, okay, I, I can do this. You know, or I'll go to the uh, movies by myself and everything. You know, so I mean, it, it is. Yeah. It's some perks on being the only child to a certain extent. Some perks. <laughs> but you know, I think the number one misconception is only kids are spoiled, which I disagree. I don't think I've never came across a only child that has acted spoiled in, in their adulthoods. Right. Like I just I think that's a real big misconception. I don't think you guys are spoiled. I think you guys are just very independent and mm-hmm. resilient. And with that, you will find a solution to any problem. Pretty much that that is true. You know, I, I know for me because I have not, nothing but time to think. So you're gonna you gonna come up with a uh, <laughs> you're gonna come up with something to solve that problem, that issue. So yeah, that is it. Mm-hmm. So you said you want to. I want a gaggle. I want ten. So being trans men, a football team. You want a football team out there? Hey, and I want ten of them. Ten. Of, I, and I have no idea. I just want a lot of kids. I love kids. So like, I want a lot of kids. And even you know, it. it my wife and I we talk about this a lot. Like it family expanding like i'm ready to expand if if you know god had blessed me with the tools and assets that i needed and uh to reproduce in a manner that you know was adjacent to you know how i identify like i probably would have had about five of them already mm-hmm. 
but uh, pullout game would have been super weak <laughs> <laughs> on purpose. You know, you know, know they already say uh, studs and transmen would have will have a shitload of kids anyways, and which I think is true, especially with you know how you haul lesbians and stuff falling in love early, so you know everybody we them been with. We would have had a child with so. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> oh man, but I wonder, like, you know, I see a lot of um, trans men now, like they're really open about caring and um, going through the process, even identifying as, you know, what I'm saying, masculine men. Like, I really, I love that. I, I considered it. I can't even lie. Like, I was like, man, I want kids, and. You know, I'm 35 years old and I'm like, shoot, if that means I got to carry, that's just what it is. Like, you know, my wife is like, but you've been on testosterone for umpteen years. Like, you know, won't that affect the child X, Y, and Z? And, and, and I mean, I'm going to be honest, I really don't know, but I'm willing to stop taking testosterone to carry. Really? Well, I think that that's beautiful. We, from what I understand, from my understanding, I think after a certain amount of time, like they, I think after two years, they said it's harder to move a child. I'm not sure, but I believe that's that's what um, somebody who I was talking to who had had a child said. I think they like two years after, and I know, I, I know I'm past. Well, I can't have kids anyways. I know even when I was younger, I I've always wanted. Um, kids but mm -hmm. i never had it in me to carry i, I knew mm -hmm. i just never it's just it was never like that excitement oh you know even when i was like you know still with her oh mommy mommy no i just never i never wanted to carry um yeah. so that being said i actually i had a hysterectomy so if i have children it, it's gonna have to be either be adopted or you know well it's gonna have to only be adopted because i can't carry <laughs> Yeah. Either way, you know, God, where God sees fit, you know, because I do want children, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you, you, what yeah. you're carrying, that is, that's. Hey, I would. Don't get me wrong. I am not interested in the whole like birthing process, like the carrying for nine. Like, I don't want to go. I just want to have the kid. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's not so much like the whole pushing out the whole birth. I don't want to do all that. I could care less about that. Mm. I just want children. So whatever it means, if that means that I have to carry, then that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? As long as, you know, because I just want my child to be healthy. So, you know what I'm saying? Even adoption isn't off the table or any of that. But mm -hmm. I often wonder, like, you know, when do you tell your child, like, you know, yeah, daddy, you know, was born, you know, a female, a signed female at birth. Like, I, I envision that conversation because for me, that is a conversation I would have to have with my child. One, they're going to be like, yo, dad, like, you got these gay flags all over the house. <laughs> <You know? laughs> What's this about? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to have to tell them, at least in my household. What age do you think is appropriate? I think everybody is different. I feel like I would want to tell them at an age where I know that they will understand or maybe slowly introduce them, but actually tell them, you know, with clarity at an age that I feel, excuse me, that I feel like they are mentally capable of understanding. And I feel like that's 
like nine, ten, ten-ish. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, and it's it's sad to say, but and that's in hopes that somebody outside of your household don't doesn't tell them like you know the truth because you can get some people that's that can be you know conniving on and just try to be you know rude and everything about it so that being said 10 is an ideal age i think but it's like i would be me personally i would be kind of scared for somebody else to tell them without me telling them first because though yeah it's just it's especially what social media and everything you know it's kids got phones and you know who who knows yeah and i and and i even like question that like you know because you want the safety of your child you know what i'm saying you want them to be um not and not just physically but emotionally mentally spiritually just wholeheartedly just safe you know so with social media being a big part of communication you know it's I feel like that that age range, it won't be new to them, especially if you build up to it. So just doing little things because I envision this is like my vision for having kids like we go into the, you know, the gay pride parades as a family, you know what I'm saying? We in the parade. I got them on my shoulder like the whole shebang. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I see. So I feel like they won't be new to the topic. Um but as far as just receiving the message, because I know they're going to they go to their grandparents house and they're going to be like, dang, like, I ain't no pictures of daddy. Like, where where he at? Mm-hmm. And who and who's this? Who's this little girl? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's, it's going to be things that's going to be like, well, wait a minute. That's just not going to add up. So I feel like, you know, being inclusive and diverse in a lot of the conversations that they have up until then, it'll make that transition smoother. Mm-hmm. Counseling, like if that means going to counseling too, I'm not. I'm not opposed to that neither. You know, I want what's best for my child and my family. Yeah, most most definitely. I never. I honestly, I I haven't really pictured myself telling my future. Mm-hmm. I don't. That that actually hasn't even crossed my mind. You know, I I, I think when, when the time gets there, it it'll come, but. I, I I really haven't thought that deep into it. It's just I just want a child, you know what I mean? So it's just yeah. well, you know, one day I have. Yeah. Cause I kind of compare it to almost like telling your child it even if you even if people choose to like if they're adopted, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's it's along the it's kind of mm-hmm. similar to that conversation, like when's the right age? But I just feel like it's based on the child, you know what I'm saying? Like just and it also, it, not to change subject, but it also makes me, you know, consider the Roe versus Wade and how trans men are, you know what I'm saying, having babies, like how that affects them mm-hmm. as far as with abortions, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, and I think society doesn't even consider that. Oh, of course not. You know, they all about themselves. They don't, you know, they they can care less what somebody else is going is going through, especially the government. If it ain't about money, they don't want to talk about. You know, yeah, it doesn't affect them. But we get on topic, you know. <laughs> you know, you gonna start that up about the government? Oh yeah. But you know what's crazy? I've never, even because trans men who carry, they uh, we call ourselves seahorses, mm-hmm. which you know what I'm saying. The seahorse. Um, 
is the one who carries the the eggs you know in nature and stuff like that which i thought was pretty dope but it wasn't until like i i wonder prior to now and i think the very first trans man that i saw that was pregnant was uh a white guy and I don't know his name but I remember he was a trans man it was a big thing and I think he was on Oprah it was like um a man is pregnant and I was like what is this and then realizing he's trans but I wonder was that something that people did prior to now and we just didn't know about it I I think so because I remember seeing what is that uh it was a a, a magazine it was kind of like a little fake news magazine that was, uh it starts with an e choir or something like that I don't know the ones I I used to see in the grocery store, and, and he used to always say, me, uh, there's a man being pregnant. At the time, I didn't cry. I was young, so I didn't understand. But as I grew older and started to realize, I was like, that's what they're talking about. He was trans. You know what I mean? I mean, because clearly you can't have a, a cis man can't have no no baby coming out. Right. Out of them. So, yeah, I, I think it's, it it always been around now. Do you think by you wanting to carry what do you think that make you less than a man? Nah. Mm-mm. I just I think it's a beautiful idea, a beautiful concept. It is like very uh there, I don't know, like it's it's a it's a calming sense when I think about that as for myself. Like, mm-hmm. no, it, it it doesn't. And it wouldn't like it's me embracing, like I like we said last episode, like the feminine and the masculine side of me, like that's a blessing to be a man and have a baby. Like, <laughs> it, is, it is. I know when I um when I first came out to uh, someone and <clears throat> she was uh she had she said now at the time I was married and she was like if your wife wanted to have a child and she couldn't would you carry. And just off the strength of me being married about it, I was like, you know, yeah. And this was before I got my hysterectomy. And she was like, you know, well, I guess she knew another trans man who said that they didn't. And so when I said, yeah, I carry, she was like, well, maybe you should think about if if you really want to be trans. And I'm like, what does that have to do, you know, me being, you know, trans, not the you have some trans men that would that would carry, and that's fine. I mean, mm-hmm. you can embrace the fact that you were born with that equipment. Okay, that's you know that is a blessing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because you have some people who can't. But when I sat there and said that, yes, I I I will carry. It was like now you're trying to say that I'm less than a man, less you know, calling myself trans. So yeah, I, I thought that's a big topic, a, a big issue too that people think all trans men are alike when it comes to having um kids right which isn't true you know what i mean clearly isn't true because you wouldn't mind carrie i pers- i never saw myself carrying i don't want to carry but if it would have came down to the part i would have but that wasn't that's that's nothing that i was really into right i think society would probably look or view you know trans men who carry and have babies as less than a man but you know, that goes down to even uh, what um, studs. They're like, well, why, you know, why, why are you carrying? She's a female. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I mean, that's what yeah. she has. She, she, she's embracing what she has. Yeah. So, yeah, like they go, like they just have so posts all over the place. I, I remember 
who was the girl? Uh, uh, I want to say her name is Dama Wilson or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When she first had her her son, and it was like, well, well, she's a stud and she likes females. So how is she able to, have, you know, carry? That I mean, you can get pregnant in many ways. You don't necessarily have to have, you know, sex with the opposite sex, you know, or whatever. Right. And that goes to show like how society really doesn't understand the concept of, you know, gender fluidity and, you know, queer life. Like it's not about trying to be anything other than who we are. Now, don't get me wrong. Like Damo, Damo looks gorgeous as a feminine woman. Um, and she was very pretty as a, you know, masculine woman. But I mean, it's like because we are trans men, does that mean that we don't want kids? Right, exactly. Does that make us less than a man because we want kids? And if we feel like this is our way of having it, okay. Right. Anyway. Pretty much. I mean, you standing into your power, you showing that you don't give a fuck about what somebody else is saying. So yeah. that it says a says a whole lot. So big ups to all my trans men who did carry, you know what I mean? So um, I, I know, and to bring this up, and for those who don't who don't want to carry, I myself, I still have um, uh, an ovary. So like going back to what we talked about earlier about us having kids after a amount of time, I don't know if the, if, if the egg is going to be okay, <laughs> but I did save an ovary for that. So my, you know, my, um, when it is time and they can try to get some eggs and somebody can carry for me. Yeah. So and it's that, so many different options. options. Yeah, there's a lot of options. It's, it, there's a lot of options out there. Yeah. I mean, we are in 2022. There's so many, nowadays you can pick a baby and choose the eye color, the hair color, everything else. So <laughs> do you, right? Hey, money or buy anything. You got enough money, you could do anything in this world. <laughs> any, any, anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And for me, you know what I'm saying? As far as like having kids, like I want to be able to continue on my legacy. You know what I'm saying? So even if, you know, I can't physically carry, like I love that is not, um, that is on the, the table too, as in removing an egg and, you know, uh, giving it to my wife so that, you know, we have a union or create this this beautiful masterpiece together. Mm-hmm. You know, I know a couple of um, trans men who has done that, you know, um, them and their wives have done that. I think that's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, it, it, and it makes me think like when you just said like, if a trans man carry, you know, the world's like, I'm less of a man. Well, it's not really surprising because society views women who can't reproduce as less of a woman too. Ain't that some shit? I know. <laughs> what? You All know, right. just like oh, and and I think, like I said, that goes into saying like people really don't understand queerness. You know, it's not about being A or B. It's just about identifying with who you are. You know, because and and I even wonder like, let me ask you this: Would you want your kids to be queer? When I want them to be queer, I never thought about wanting them to be queer, but if they end up being queer, it's all good. Um, yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's that, that hasn't even came up. In, I just want them to be whoever they are, whoever, whoever they 
feel like they are. Um, but you know, if if anybody in the LGBT, if their children comes up being queer, it's going to be some backlash. Oh, we forced it on them. Yeah, we, you know, we did that. But um, no, I mean, yeah, I don't. I, I can care less. You know, yeah. I, I don't want my kids to be queer. Now, don't don't get me wrong. If that's um, how you know, things turn out, if that's who they are, that's who they are. That's neither here nor mm-hmm. there. And when I say I don't want them to, let me clean that up because that could be taken very wrong. Right. Um, it's not that I don't want them to be queer. I don't want them to face society the way that it is. You know, it's so hard. Our lifestyle is hard and I don't, I want what's best. You know what I'm saying? And what's but best. But they're going to get it anyways because by you being their parent, they're going to get it anyways. They gonna but, get it. But that goes to our next episode about that trans privilege. It's a mm-hmm. privilege there. You know what I'm saying? Like, are they gonna get it if the world knows that I am a man and that's when they see me, that's what they see. It's not gonna be as hard. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, you know, it's almost like I, I want my kids to be in a cocoon. Like I just want them to be loved and, and that's not reality. But you know what I'm saying? I don't I just don't want them to go through the same hardships that you know I went through or that people are going through today because society don't want to accept, you know, queer individuals for who they are. Well, the best part about that, even if they do become queer, you mm-hmm. have the you have the knowledge and the wisdom to help guide them through it. So they're gonna be all right. True. I mean? So that is it. But I, I mean I do understand because we we We've gone through a lot. Like I was talking to a coworker or whatever, and um, and I had told her that I was trans, and she was like, "No, no, no, whatever." So, and then she was like, "Wow, you've been through a lot. So you had to come out as lesbian and then come out as trans." And she was, she was like, "That is a lot." So, and then I think about, it, I'm like, "Yeah, you know, we do go through a lot. Like we have gone through a lot. That's that's two things we had to come out as. You know what I mean?" So yes. It, it, yeah. Yes. It's, yes. It's and then, I, and even if you know, relationships don't work out. You know what I'm saying? Like, then what do you do then? You know what I'm saying? Like, let's just reality. Sometimes relationships don't work out, and it's like, ah, oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Like now you have to co-parent and, and, and be the bigger person. And, ah, uh, I don't want to go through that neither. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To the ones who, who do it. Yeah, that, that is, yeah, that is, mm, that is something I hope and pray to God that I don't have to go through. Yeah. You know, once I get settled down, that is it. Once we have, I don't want to, you know, separate families because I, I myself, I didn't have to go through that. And so I wouldn't want my child to go through that. And, you know, like, especially, I don't know if you'd be seeing like, they say, especially with lesbians, how they get attached to kids. If, you know, if they dating somebody with a child and everybody that they dated, that's, that's their child. This is the truth. I can only I can only imagine how like how does that work like you have to separate yourself from the child like yeah you know hurtful it is it's hurtful it's hurtful mm. 
just like, and then I think about like, do on the birth certificate, do they put, you know, father, do they put mother? And then I think about even when you're in, now I've heard some like beautiful stories of trans men who, who have had kids and their birthing process was wonderful. I myself would prefer a doula, like, you know, somebody just because um, I want to feel safe you know what I'm saying? And in my home and have kids, if that's the case, if that's the route that I take. But I always like, I would love to see a documentary or something about a trans man birthing a child and how that process was dealing with the doctor, seeing his trans man, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then I wonder, you know, they had his child, they have their child. Is it like that feeling, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that birthing feeling that you see, you know, I think it is. I mean, because they carry the child. I mean, you you know, we still have, we still have the equipment, and, and you still connected to that child with within you and you. So I think you you still get that, the whole laying on a laying on a, a skin to skin. Yeah. I think so. I, I mean, I think you still get the the full experience, but. I would love to know how it goes to, to choosing a doctor, you know, because I know even with me, just, just a regular primary doctor, I don't like, I don't, I, I don't like to try anything, you know, any, any new doctors because you don't know their intentions. And especially even with cis women who, who are having children, African-Americans, mm-hmm. When it comes to giving birth and labor, they're the highest ones at risk. Yes. You, know, you never know what the doctor's intentions are. So imagine being black and trans doing it. Yes. So that- Have you seen that uh, Serena Williams documentary? No. She talked about that. And it made me think like, yo, Serena, because she said uh, she had a, I think it was a pulmonary embolism after she gave birth, birth to her daughter. And she told the doctors that something was wrong and they dismissed it. They dismissed her sent her home and I think I believe they sent her home. Nonetheless, she ended up having a pulmonary embolism and she's had them before. So she knows what they felt like. And she was telling them like something is wrong and they just didn't listen to her. And I was like, yo, if Serena Williams who got 20 times more, the, the amount of money that I have went through this, anybody can go through it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, it, it makes you question, you know, it, 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 it brings a lot of anxiety to, to that question. I know, I, I, I know someone who, who's pregnant now and, and she sits, whatever, and she's even nervous about it, you know, by being an African-American woman going through that process, you know? So, yeah, I mean, just, yeah. So like, like you said, being, being trans, I seen a video along, it was like about a couple weeks up, a couple of years ago, and it was African American women having um, a baby, and, and the doctor he came in there drunk, and he was cutting. Up. He had like he was saying some some off the wall jokes and everything. Yeah, like oh, I, I forget where it was at because it was like a few years ago that I seen this, but yeah, and and the family. There's, there's still now, whether the, the case is still going on or what, but yeah, mm. you got to be careful with everything, everything. Mm. Especially so, being Let me ask you this. Do you think it's easier or in the space of where you're at now, 
would you prefer to have a ready-made family or would you prefer to grow your family once you're in a relationship? Mm. You know what? I'm open to both. I, okay. I, I am open to both um, because I just feel like wherever I end up at, it's that's, that's, that's just where I'm supposed to be. Right. Um, but I wouldn't mind, you know, wouldn't be there going through the whole, you know, being the whole birth and, you know, think fine. Oh yeah. It finally worked. We're pregnant. You know, it, of course, yes, I would, I, I would love to do that. But if I were to meet someone and, and they already have a child, by all means, um, it is what it is. Cause you you could still be a great parent that way, you know. Right. So yeah, mm, I don't want it. My last <laughs> in my lesbian phase, uh, I definitely was with somebody who had three kids, mm. and I was there for the birth of the youngest. Oh shit! Now I know that was hard. Then, I was there. So you really? Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, and it and I always told myself. I can't date another woman with kids. And I, I mean, because the breakup was so long because I was so attached to the kids. Right. And I, I got to say, I honestly saw a different, I got a different perspective as um, most uh, cis men go through with women who hold the kids over that man's head to the point where it's like now you're like you know what f them kids f you f everybody because it's just so toxic you know what i'm saying like it was a toxic time but after that and uh i was in that relationship for about seven years oh wow so you knew the the yeah oh yeah damn mm -hmm. seven years and it was like after that breakup. Now, granted, the relationship was toxic within itself, but I stuck around a lot longer than I should have because of the kids. But mm -hmm. I always told myself after that, I could no longer date anybody with kids. Like I can't do the ready-made family because if your ducks ain't in a in 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 order the way that they should be, if that relationship ends. Yo, it, it'll, it'll take you through the ringer, like, you know what I'm saying? And you're attached to these kids, and they're like, them ain't your kids. Yeah. Like, I've never know? had to go through that. I've never dated anybody with, with with kids, so I have no idea how that feels, but I can only imagine, because I do see I do see a lot of lesbians and even some trans men that, you know, that had it, and I'm just like, damn, because it's after they break up, you you no longer see the um kid, and you know we love the kids. We all be we just fall in love with kids, and it's just that that is. I think that's worse than actually breaking up with the parent. I believe you know, mm -hmm. and I, I hope pray to God I ain't got to go through that because that that it because mm, you yeah. I mean, just like our transition, it affected my family. It affected my mom. It affected my dad because they considered them their grandkids. You feel mm -hmm. me? So it was like when that breakup came, it, it took them back too. And it was like, wow, like I just lost my grandkid. Like it affected them. But it was like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. I, I can't do the ready-made family. Um, and I'll figure it out. You know, the universe got to lead me down the path that is what's best. But the ready-made family, 
And that's hard nowadays because everybody got kids. You know what I'm saying? I mean, a lot yeah. Of women have kids. <laughs> but it, it, for real, for real, it's like now you're gonna have to be like, oh. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's very rare. I'm 35, so it's very rare that you find, unless you know, it's women who just don't want kids. But it is very rare, or who don't want them, or you know, who can, or whatever the case may be. But it's it's still rare that you find somebody who is around this age that's just without without kids and it's like mm-hmm. well got to find that unicorn <laughs> <laughs> yes mm, damn that is that is something to think about now now you got to thank you now <laughs> yeah yeah we're gonna wrap go ahead and wrap this on up definitely gonna be some 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 other parts to this because we have not even hit Mm-mm. I don't. We got to bring that guest in and have this conversation about hey, this expansion. We definitely are. So, going ahead and with our IMs can't 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 end it with that. I'm just going to with a uh, with some gratitude. I am grateful for my family. Mm, I love that. I love that. And I'm gonna hit them with I am family. That's it. I am family. I love it all. I love love everyone. That's it. Y'all stay in tune for the next episode. Know that we love you. God loves you. And keep rocking being you. Yo, 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 family. I truly hope you enjoyed the conversation on today's episode of Trans Enlightening Thursdays, where we speak about authentic experiences as trans men of the LGBT community. If you enjoyed this vibe, ride on over to all social media platforms, like, follow, and share. But most importantly, tune in next week, Thursday at 11, 11 a.m. for another episode. As always, be the love, be the light, and be the vision you aspire to be. And always allow your dreams to matter more than anyone's thoughts. Peace and love. <laughs>